Welcome. Let's join best-selling author Fred Kuhn as he interviews our next guest expert. Hi, everybody. We have a great guest today, Lauren Heck. She is a consulting actuary at Willis Towers Watson, where she specializes in retirement programs and financial well-being, and who isn't interested in both of those these days? Lauren also leads the Washington, D.C. out at WTW Inclusion Network, and she is a fellow of the Society of Actuaries and an enrolled actuary under ERISA. Lauren Heck, welcome to our show. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. So before the broadcast, you and I were talking just a little about some of these issues. So let's frame this, if I can. Older workers are retiring in greater numbers. It's creating issues for our corporations. So corporations managing older workers and the timing of their retirement seems to be a growing issue. So why don't you give us some of the facts that you and I talked about and one scary fact. So we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Willis Towers Watson recently did a survey of nearly 150 employers. Over 80% of those employers said that they have a significant number of employees at or approaching retirement age. And these employees are significant contributors to the company's success. However, only half said they really have a good understanding of when employees will retire and only a quarter said their organizations are indeed effectively managing the pace and timing of employee retirement. That's very scary. The inverse of that is that 75% of the companies admit they're not prepared. That's right. So that's not, that's not an unfair statement. And I know your research at Willis Towers Watson is excellent. So let's break this down then. You've got several categories that I know these issues fall into. Why don't you talk about what's the importance of these and what concerns employers have around these issues? Yeah, the survey responses here are really interesting because it's really a two-pronged issue. There are a lot of employees retiring and there are a lot of employees not retiring. So on the employees retiring with the baby boomers hitting retirement age, there's challenges replacing the knowledge and the skills of these employees and also just the sheer number of employees retiring. But there are also challenges due to many employees who want to retire and can't afford to do so. And our research shows that the productivity and the engagement of these employees is often very low. And additionally, employees are telling us they're experiencing challenges related to higher cost of pay and benefits for these employees and also potentially additional turnover at the marine career level because their mid-career employees now have a deferred wait time for promotions. Those are three catastrophic issues. You've got a knowledge and experience base that you're going to lose. You've got the ones who hangers on, I call them, because they unfortunately, and bless their hearts, can't retire because they, they fiddle instead of saved and or whatever the situation may be, they, you know, family issues, whatever. And then you've got the brain drain at the secondary levels because they're not That's feeling right. they're going to get promoted. They're not going to get promoted, so they're going somewhere else. So you got a double brain drain, and then you're left with those that are less productive, according to the study. That's the worst case scenario. So if that's the case, in the companies that you're receiving these survey data from, Tell me what the employees are saying, because I know that one of the things you can do is, we'll get into some solutions in a minute, but why don't you talk about how companies can approach this? And then I, got a, I have a couple of questions. Yeah. So like you said, my first recommendation to employers is really to understand which of these issues you're facing or, or issue or issues. It could be multiple. 
So you can do some analytics. You can survey your employees or do focus groups. And then you can do an inventory of your programs to really understand. So really on the surveys, some of the things we're hearing from employees is that their finances are really stressing them out. And there's correlations between employees who have finances stressing them out and days absent, their engagement, et cetera. So there's really a business case to be made there. Employees are also telling us that they're really starting to value their retirement benefits more and more. Every year that we run this survey, the number of employees who say they want a more generous and a more predictable retirement income just grows and grows. So that's been an interesting progress there. That's juxtaposed, though, to what you said about the cost of retirement. I mean, we all know they get getting more and more expensive. So how do you balance that cost of benefits versus the co- the employee's desire to have more or solid or stable or whatever? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so you have um, a certain amount of dollars you can spend on employees and you can spend it on pay, on training, on healthcare, on retirement. So it's really finding the right balance and the right mix of benefits and pay that you're offering employees really in the best interest of both your employees and ultimately your company. So if you're doing nothing in retirement, then you're really going to be in a position where employees are in that hangers-on group, as you said, or they're retiring and can't afford to do so. And that, that reflects poorly on the company as well. So are there any solutions? If you take each one of your things, you can do a survey, you can do this, you can do that. What seems to be, based on the feedback from the employers that you work with, what seems to be the primary direction they are headed in? Is, or, or is it mm-hmm. 150 different directions from the survey? Yeah. I really think there are three key things that employers can do here. The first is communicate more effectively. The second is consider flexible arrangements with your employees. And then the third is enhance well-being. And these are all incredibly hot topics, but starting with communication, be transparent. That, that to me is the magic sauce that really engages our workforce is transparency. So make sure employees know what's expected of them, which might help move the needle on engagement and also employees who are retiring in place. And make sure employees know what options are available to them. It seems like when we survey employees, they don't really understand what are their options, what benefits are available. So there's a communication opportunity there. And, and also make sure that you're not only doing, but communicating succession plans so that employees know who they're training behind them. So some really low-hanging fruit there on the communication angle, but I'm sure all of that is easier said than done. On flexible arrangements, employees are often saying that they would like to have some flexible arrangements to maybe work on a part-time or a part-year basis, which could be a great solution depending on your organization. Or you could do things like redeploy your more experienced workers into an individual contributor role so that the person taking over for them as a manager goes ahead and does that now while they have the older employee as a resource and that older employee is working now as an individual contributor, really boosting your company's success. So a lot of things you can do around flexible arrangements too. The other one is enhanced well-being and well-being is a very hot topic with employers now. So we've talked about your financial well-being programs. And really my point of view on best practices in financial well-being is to provide your employees with unbiased advice that's personalized to them. So employees really expect a consumer-grade experience. They expect that Amazon-like experience these days. So doing things like providing great technologies or one-on-one coaching, financial coaching to employees, I think is the best way to move the needle. And then also integrating your programs because Decisions like retirement are often just as much about your financial situation 
as they are a social and emotional decision. So really integrating well-being across physical, financial, social, emotional well-being. Wow. If everybody <laughs> did all of that, we'd have the happiest work. We'd be as happy as Swedes are. <laughs> they uh, seem to have the happiest workforce so. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That would be some great suggestions. It'd be some great. Those are some great suggestions, Lauren Heck. I really appreciate it, um, and I know our audience will as well, folks. You'll find Lauren Heck's information on the biography section of our U.S. Uh, at Work Network biography section. So, if you want to contact her and find out more about either the study. Or find out, discuss some of the solutions. I know Lauren would be more than happy to speak with you. Lauren Heck with Willis Towers Watson, I really appreciate you joining us today. And those of you listening, I'm sure you got a lot out of this. So I certainly did. Lauren, thank you so much for being part of the U.S. at Work Network. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you for visiting with us. We welcome your comments and suggestions and look forward to having you join us soon at Workplace Strategies.